Welcome to What the Fit, a podcast about what it means to be fit. Whatever the fuck that means. Oh yeah, we've got Chase, a fan favorite, returning to us. Is it true? It's true. (laughs) Steph and Chase have the number one listened to episode. So all you past guests that are listening, you know, maybe you need to do an extra push and try to beat them, but they're like for sure number one. So I had to bring Chase back since he was such a favorite and he was going to be our our honorary guest, our third guest. So it only made sense. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. It's yep. been a busy couple of weeks, but I'm I know. here. And I know. You've got a lot going on. Yeah. Yeah, we do. But, uh, you know, it's all coming to a head in about a month. So. A month? Yep. So, so they're, you're opening a new studio <coughs> in Florence, right? Yeah, Union. Yeah, okay. I don't even know. Technically, Union, just across the road is Florence. My Kentucky geography is so terrible. I don't know where anything is. I know how to get to Orange Theory in Newport. I know how to get to Kroger. Hey, the important places, check them off. That's yeah, all you need. That's true. Okay, so what was your favorite workout of the week, Chase? Um, so my or favorite workout of the week, I want to talk about the Orange Theory, of course. I'm sorry. I'm a little biased, but I no, want to talk about okay. Orange Theory. Dry, I am too. Try. It's like one of my favorite workouts uh, all the time. There so you go. We're there in good go. company. Um, but I want to talk about the Dry Try. So it's actually not happened this past week, but it's uh-huh. happening on the 30th. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay, so the Dry Try is an event Orange Theory does um, in the studio. It's a, mm-hmm. you know, w- uh, essentially a one-hour workout. Some people go a little longer. A lot of people go shorter. Oh, is it just an hour? I always had it in my mind that it was longer. Most people can finish about an hour. We have people that go about a minute or an hour 15 sometimes. Okay, okay. But, um, yeah, so it's a 2,000-meter row. No, thank you. Yeah, that's Anyways. your favorite part, right? <laughs> and then straight to the floor, and there's 300 uh, reps of five different body weight exercises. What are the body weight exercises? Uh, there's things like push-ups, burpees in there, of course, um, some bench hopovers. So it's a lot of cardio. It's a, it's just moving, Mostly moving, cardio. Moving. Yeah, it's pretty much all cardio. You know, body weight exercises aren't going to be super strength training right. exercises. It's going to be more cardio, um, but it's a lot of reps too. So you do two rounds. How many reps again? 300 total, but you do two rounds of the same exercises. And then straight from there, you're going up to the treadmill to run a 5K. That's a lot. I'm, it is. I mean, I've honestly never done, I never even considered doing this. I should, I should, I shouldn't say that. I've considered, as an honorary founding member of Orange Theory, and like you know, I consider myself an OTF um, veteran expert, if you will. Not until you do the drive. I try. know. That's what I was just gonna say. So you know what? The signups are going on. Yeah. And there's a spot. That could have your name on it. When is it? The 30th. March 30th. Damn. Okay. I feel like I feel like I got to do it. All right. Hey, listeners, I'm I've just never... saying reach out and s- encourage her <laughs> to go for it. And maybe throw out uh, a little carrot or something. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Okay. No, that's good. This is good. I'll get, I'll get held accountable. So my favorite workout. Yeah, let's hear it. Was just recently an Orange Theory workout. But I can't believe that I'm leading with a favorite workout of the week that included a four-minute distance row. Oh, go row. There you go. Is that what the name of the workout was called? That's what the name was called, yep. Oh, my God. Was that Tuesday? It was Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I had planned, like, my birthday week of workouts. So I had this set. And I know that Ellen specifically did not tell me that this was going to be, like, row distance stuff because she knows I probably would have tried to bail on it. Yeah. So first of all, I, luckily I started on the rower. Okay. Because then you could just get the four minute distance row out of the way, right. which was the by far the hardest part of the right. workout. Right. So OTF veteran, how far did you row in four minutes? I rode over a thousand, okay. but I don't right. remember exactly. That's That's I don't solid. know if I hit 1100 or if I was like just over 1100. I'm not sure. Okay, 11 or a thousands I, elite rowing right there. Is that's it good. really? Yeah, it's good. Oh, elite. I love that. Um, but the thing about rowing for me is like I only have, I, I feel like I'm only like going as hard as I can or I'm not. Like I'm not good at pacing myself. Right, right. So you see that a lot? Yeah, absolutely. And that's one of the biggest things. Actually, I coached that one, but up in Mason. And biggest thing I said was I want you to pay attention to either your watts or we had it in split time. Um, on the your intensity. Oh yeah. Okay. So 
try to keep it consistent and try to build into it rather than what you probably do nope, is I start strong and start fading as you get closer. The last to the 30 yep. seconds when she's like, this isn't all out. I'm like, fuck, no, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, it's all out I can do, but like I'm pushing like 150 yeah. where I started at like 220. Yeah, it's the Terrible. hardest thing for me to do too on the rower is just kind of slow it down at the beginning and build into it so that you can finish stronger than you start. I feel like I'm not, I don't know. I need to work on it. I went to a rowing studio like an all rowing class yeah. over in Covington it's called no limits rowing yeah, a rowing yeah. place I've heard of it yeah and I was super nervous I did not want to do it because I don't like rowing but it was different because he really had us kind of focusing on form and like split time mm-hmm. and it was I mean non-stop rowing for like 20 minutes for sure yeah. and then we would do some like then like sprint intervals or whatever but for me that felt so much more manageable because I wasn't trying to like just like go all out which is what i'm always trying to do at orange theory right well yeah people are so motivating they're like you can do more i'm like okay okay i can do more yeah a lot of it is setting it up ahead of time too you know you got to make sure you get in the right state because a short 30 second row you're going to go all out yeah a 100 meter row you're going to go all out but if you're going 600 plus or you know four minutes something like that you need to pace yourself and slow it down i need i need to better but that's not the reason why it was my my favorite workout my it was my favorite because I got to see so many friendly faces, like first thing in the morning. Shout out to Thomas and Kayla and Caitlin. And I was in between. I was working out in between Kayla. The internet knows her as Cincy Fit Foodie. And Caitlin, previous podcast guest, Caitlin Bolt Lovett. So I was like right in between both of them. And they're like strong, badass women. So it was so fun to be like, I mean, there was, at least on my end, I was not in like this competitive zone. I was like, we are like, helping each other get through this. Right. Like, you weren't racing the person next to you. No, I'm head. not even going to try. No, no. <laughs> they're both super quick and strong. Yeah. So yeah, also it was my favorite because we switched. Yes. I love a switching yeah. workout. I do too. Like, I like a moving. kind of prolonged tornado. Right. Yeah. No, I, I like knowing that I'm going to be moving after that. You can push a little harder, I think. Yeah. Um, but it just moves the whole workout a little faster I agree. too. And just like if you're dying and you're being tortured on one, like it's not going to last forever. Right, yeah. right. Okay, let's so, talk about yeah wellness fitness training. yeah okay i'll go so yeah, i'll start go ahead. so lately i've been feeling very uninspired in the kitchen mm. and so normally i can get a lot of like joy out of cooking and we eat pretty much at home like monday through friday we don't really go out but my like normal go-to recipes are just like really not doing it for me i'm just, and so i i'm not preparing anything and then i'm working i'm running around i'm starving and i'm grabbing like microwave broccoli and like cheese and a protein bar and like a cracker whatever you know it's like so uninspired right so i'm trying i'm trying i just need to like not be so lazy number one i just like need to get my ass i was gonna ask if that was it but that's all right but it's and normally it hasn't been an issue for me because it doesn't even feel like because I like to, I would like to do it. I like to look at recipes, like to find what we're gonna, what I'm gonna make. And lately, I'm just like not into it. Well, you also have how many things going on? I have where a million things going running on. Running around all the time. Yeah, so. I want an in-home chef. Okay. What do you and Steph do for dinners? Like, who? You guys are <laughs> so busy. What? Do, how do you manage it? Well, we're so she would like me home more at nights, and I'm getting there. You know, yeah. I've given up some some of my night coaching. Um, but on nights where we're like last night, actually, uh, Wednesday, Thursday are usually my nights where I get to be home. Yeah. Um, so last night we, I made steak and Mm. we went all out and we, Mm -hmm. we actually had her parents over, but we, we did, uh, four strip steaks and cooked those up some roasted vegetables and it was delicious. We threw in some mac and cheese, you know, you can't be a hundred percent healthy. No, that's delicious. Not that steak's the most healthy thing. No, it's fine. You need some red meat. How do you, do you like plan like a menu for the week? Like some people will have a fucking board, like a chalkboard of like Tuesdays are tacos and when, and I'm like, you are so great and wonderful and admirable and like that's not what I can do. All right, so me being an engineer, I have an Excel sheet that I made. Oh my god. We course. do not use it anymore. Oh, okay. <laughs> Actually, we never used it. I used it back before Stephanie and I got married and I had it planned out for 2 weeks that yeah. would basically repeat every 2 weeks. And I'm fine with that. I right. can do a repeat. And then but then I throw in, you know, one week I would pick something I want to do, yeah. but, uh, no, right now, honestly, we're, it's basically go to Kroger and get 
vegetables, get some meat. That's what we do. And then come up with what you want to eat. That's what and we it's, do. It's not yeah. working. It's it's getting to the point that you're talking about it's where it's like, you know, I don't really want to make all that. I'm gonna throw something in the microwave or exactly quick quick meal. Exactly. That's that's where I am. So, listeners, if you have any tips or tricks, I know that of course meal planning is is like the solution and like yeah do i need to take just some time and plan it out and think about a grocery list yes that's probably it but i I, it's just like not working for me right now i'm also gonna start me and my friend kayla that i did the orange theory workout since he fit foodie we're gonna do a little like cooking show series where she's gonna kind of show me some like delicious sauces like different things to make that are easy and like kind of blast it out to instagram so stay tuned for that but hopefully that will like get me motivated hopefully yeah we'll see what about you what do you want to talk about uh i want to talk about technology and fitness i love that okay yeah so there's there are a couple things i want to talk about um but one is wearables um and then the other is uh streaming workout uh videos Mm -hmm. so i i love where technology is going i think it's awesome um for me personally you know i don't daily wear wearable uh you know i don't i don't even have an apple watch or a fitbit that's That's what what i'm I'm talking about yeah Yeah. um but i used to have a fitbit i used to do that and i love them and i hate them at the same time exactly me too so once i switched into actually training people um you know you get these people talking about how they do 10,000 steps today and like it's so great they hit 10,000 steps and for me it goes back to what's how many steps did you take before you started wearing that right is it actually improving what you're doing or were you doing the same thing or is it just like a place to fix your mind on so it's it's a mental thing I think for a lot of people but um, for me what I'm looking to do is find something a better way to use it Okay. Because um, I think a lot of people use it and it tricks them to think they're doing something more than they, they were yeah. or they should be seeing results yeah. and they're not. Or you just get so consumed with it. So, yeah. that, that's where I was. Yeah. I was at a place where I was just like, like just staring at my watch. How many steps did I get? Where am I at? Did I meet all my goals? And it's just like, oh my God, like yeah. get out of your watch. Oh, and watch. Well, <laughs> we used to do competitions uh, like Stephanie and I did on Fitbit. Yeah, and you it's know. fun. I get it. It's, like yeah, it's, it's fun. fun. But there was, there was times I, I was up out of bed because i wanted to win i'm like i'm oh, not going to bed i would yet. be circling my house <laughs> before i went to bed like up and down the stairs exactly. like running around my coffee table i'm like this is not fitness yeah. like what is this yeah. so i i just think it's an interesting trend it's not going away technology is yeah. not going away um, but i think there's a better way to use it i don't know what that is so when um, you find it let us know yeah for sure but then the streaming is something that's really starting to almost get on my nerves you know partly because I own a fitness studio a and brick I want and people mortar. to, we want you to come, I want you to come us. to my, yeah. um, but I, I do think it serves a purpose. Yeah. I just think that people kind of are getting stuck with, um, something that may or may not work for them and, yeah. and in several ways. So it's good. It's convenient. You can do it when you're traveling. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, you can fit into your schedule when you, when you want to, right. but there's so many things that aren't in it. Um, you know, you don't have somebody who's fixing your form or, adjusting the workout to your goals you know everybody's doing the same thing um and then on top of that holding you accountable i think is something that's the biggest thing probably with those they can probably have something where like emails them a million times or like post to their social network right but yeah i get you i get you um but then the biggest thing with it um you know we've we've had a couple members switch they they bought a peloton or something and they you know and they're like i'm gonna try that which is like totally like get rid of their gym membership no they end up keeping it mm-hmm. uh, and I think a lot of it is because of the community so 100%. when you're when you're in there it's great when the coach on the peloton calls you out or yeah. or that you know rarely happens or just says the right thing at the right time right uh, but the interaction yeah. I think is can something see that you're working hard yeah. or like that yeah. you're pushing watts higher than you have before and like they yeah. can give you that encouragement yeah, well yeah. and I so I'm um, very inexperienced with some of the streaming and, mm-hmm. and things like that uh, you know I used to do uh, insanity back when, back when it was oh yeah and the DVDs know, not really mm-hmm. streaming but yeah, same yeah, same yeah. idea um, but I haven't done anything recently so I'm wondering you know is there something out there that is that anybody would think is comparable to actually going to the gym or or to the to the studio yeah or is it not the same right it's a great question listeners yeah. let us know okay Chase wild card if they made a movie 
about your life, which actor would play you? I can't wait to hear this. I've just been dying with anticipation. Uh, well, it's got to be the one and only Matthew McConaughey. Oh, my gosh. Okay, I thought you were going to say Ryan Gosling. So, okay, Matthew McConaughey. I he think seems- that's awesome that you <laughs> thought that, though, because actually that would be my other one. Your other um, one? So I those think, are the two. I think Matthew McConaughey's too, like, like surfer stoned guy for you. Mm-hmm. I think that Ryan Gosling fits more. I'm a surfer. Oh, are I'm you? not stoned, <laughs> but I'm a surfer. Um, so yeah, okay. Ryan Gosling, I like. Yeah, um, for sure. But We're gonna put a side by side side by side image up, and we'll let we'll let the listeners decide. That's a good idea. We'll put a poll. That's a good idea. So with Matthew McConaughey, though, you know the reasoning is I feel like I am very laid back. Yeah. You know, very laid back, but also aggressive in kind of going after yeah. what I want. No, and yeah, so that you know, I I've always liked him. You know, all right, all right, oh. all right. I you got to. <laughs> I love him. Yeah. He's great. Uh, okay, so for me, do you know what I'm going to say? I was trying to think <laughs> so hard. You and were also waiting with bated breath. <laughs> I, I still am. Let's hear it. J Lo. J Lo. That was not on the list that I thought, but <laughs> well, that's, that's okay. Rude. No, I mean. Um, well, it's a stretch. Okay, it's a stretch because obviously she's a queen. Um, but you know, I just think that we're both Puerto Rican and she is, and that's it. That's, and that's that's, that's it. (laughs) No, I, okay. I like it. I can't think of anyone else. Can you, um, oh shoot. I I did and now I can't, but going back to JLo real quick, what's the uh, outside of Puerto Rican Uh number one reason? Yeah, that, no, that's, that's really it. That's all I've got. We have the same skin color. There you go. Okay. Well, um, speaking of skin, our guests coming up are going to teach us how to keep that J-Lo glow. My guests today are keeping Cincinnati looking young, fresh, and glowing. You've seen them out and about town, giving people new eyebrows, shaving off dead skin, and sucking some gross shit out of faces. They're here with me to share their skincare secrets and set us all on that anti-aging J-Lo path. Or at the very least, tell me how to wash my face properly. Please welcome the beautiful faces of Caitlin Hunter and Allison Clay of Your Wellness Center. Hi, ladies. Hi. Hi. How's it going? Great. We're good. We have champagne. Uh, it's your birthday. I, I like, what more do we need <laughs> in this world? We can cheers. Do a little cheers. cheers. Thanks so much for coming. Thank I you appreciate for having you. us. Um, I was so excited to talk to you guys because I feel like so many people have skincare questions or not even skincare, just like face questions in general. And some people are still a little shy about sharing just what they've had done or their experience in general. So it's like, who do you go to? How do you know? And then you look online and you just read the terrible reviews because people only write bad reviews or you look on Instagram or you look in real life and you only see the really bad work. So you're like, I can't get lip filler or like, I can't, I can't do any of this stuff because I'm going to look like a freak of nature. So I'm hoping we can do a little like debunking, debunking, demything, fact sharing. (laughs) And we can walk away knowing how to look like (laughs) JLo. How do we do it? Do you not have an idea? I mean, I want to look like J-Lo. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, we all need to figure out how to right. do it. Yeah, right? I mean, there's definitely some, like, she, she like, surgically fixed her face, right? Like a nose, a chin. I feel like she's had to have something done, but I also think that she's always been Just beautiful. so beautiful. And, like, like what she's fucked. done is very modest compared to, like, Kim Kardashian. Right. You know, I just think that she naturally is so beautiful. You're right. You're right. Damn it. What we want to hear is like, <laughs> you can do it, but like you can't. No. Like you're right. not J-Lo. You're never going to be. Good luck. You also don't have her money either, you know? Yeah, you're right. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's like all of us. Yeah, Nobody exactly. Nobody has J-Lo money. No one has J-Lo money. 100%. 100%. Okay. So just to kind of start us off, what, tell us, you know, what you do. What is your wellness center? What's the offering? Kind of give us like a, you know full rundown. Yes. 
So your wellness center is actually a family-owned center. Mm -hmm. My father runs the practice, and we first started out with weight loss. And we I didn't know that. Yeah, we started with weight loss. We just had basically a third of the space that we have now. And we found that a lot of people who are trying to lose weight are actually very hormonally imbalanced. And so if you've been trying to lose... That is very interesting. Yeah, I mean, like if you've been trying to lose weight, you've done Weight Watchers, Atkins, things like that, and it's not working for you or you can't maintain that weight loss, usually there's something within your body that's right. off. So I kind of use the analogy, like, can a Porsche run on regular gas? Not very long, right? Yeah. It's, it's going to run down at some point. Hormones are so important. Absolutely. Yeah. Think of, like, how you feel when you're young and then how you feel when you're older. It <laughs> truly comes down to hormone loss, that's what which it is. is so sad. <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> a huge part of it. Absolutely. Oh. Um, and so then, basically, we kind of have this motto when you're – feeling better and you um, have more energy, you kind of want to look better. You want to fix the outside. And that's how we started with aesthetics. Um, I started basically the whole med spa. I'm a nurse practitioner Mm -hmm. and we do Botox, filler. We have pool sculpting, a lot of services that basically target your whole body and your whole face. And it got to the point that we needed more. And that's when we brought Allison on. And you've been here for how long? Like eight Eight months? months? Yeah, eight months. Yeah, and the practice just keeps on growing because yeah. now we have the ability to provide clients with more like beauty services. Right, which is obviously very important right now in yes. this day and age. So, oh my gosh, I see I had no idea about the whole the hormone stuff too. So mm-hmm. you can offer this really interesting I yeah to get, i want to get my i want to get my hormones checked you should i mean because yeah. i'm 28 years old and i've had my hormones checked and a lot of it's low because i was on birth control when i was younger i had acne going through puberty and the first thing that they do is yes. hand you birth control exactly. pills to help to help your acne and sure it helps your acne but it destroys all the hormones in your body and then that kind of throws everything off as yeah. you move forward but even if you're not on birth control i mean hormones start dropping when you're in your 30s typically mid 30s oh, so like females will come and say i've had my third baby I'm done and I just like couldn't lose the weight after that baby well a lot of times it's hormones it's not a lack of effort by any means right 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 so they do like a testing and then kind of like a consultation like this is what we see this is what we recommend yes we do blood draws okay cool because I know a lot of a lot of places will just be like here are the results good luck figure you know like it's not this like consultative approach like well now what can you do about it right well we also listen to how our patients are feeling because Mm -hmm. when you have these labs drawn your doctor basically goes okay you're normal or you're at the high end of normal well what does that mean yeah and what's normal for me because we're all different right so you could be normal but you could still feel really just tired and run down there's obviously something going on so we we treat outside of that range of what's normal as well yeah that's awesome. So how did you get into it? Well, family business, I guess. But you said you're a nurse practitioner. Yes. Yeah. So we actually, before we even did weight loss, we had an occupational um, company where we were doing a firefighter and police officer physicals. Oh, and, wow. you know, a lot of them, they have their donuts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they're overweight. And we were just kind of like looking into things yeah. how we could help them. And then that's how it transformed into weight loss. And then that's yeah. transformed into Yeah. And so it was kind hormones. of like, I want to get on this path. Like, yeah. So it just it. kind of has continued. And now we're in this whole other realm of sexual medicine. We've been doing oh. a lot of services to help individuals who've had erectile dysfunction mm. for a long time and things like that. And yeah. IV therapy. I mean, there there's just so many options. There's- and a lot of it's natural and it's holistic. And I yeah. think that people love that because you're not just handed prescription medications. Right. Oh, yeah. There's definitely a move towards that for sure. How did you get into the skincare stuff? And so do you both kind of have like specialties or do you like yes. both do everything our roles are very divided oh okay yes, what which are is they? nice yeah <laughs> allison what do you do mostly? um so i'm an esthetician mm-hmm. um i started my industry in this industry what 2011 i okay. graduated from hair school and from that i was just like you know something's missing yeah and i've always been obsessed with like the botox yeah. and the filler yeah, yeah, and yeah. cosmetic industry right. so decided to go down that path and mm. then it led me luckily into the arms of these people people um who are great to work for yeah and um yeah so I do kind of everything like 
facials like eyebrows eyelashes tinting waxing microblading um hydrofacials which is like the number one seller in our med spa that was gonna be my my, one of my questions what's the number one seller but we'll we'll get to the hydrofacials and then how did you get into like the face stuff from being a nurse practitioner that's a good question so i used to work in the er actually at christ hospital i was a nurse there i had been there for five years and pretty much on year three, I realized I was exhausted. I was done. The whole entire medical system. I mean, system. that's not an easy job. <laughs> it just, it's hard. The whole yeah. entire medical system has changed so much. And I was like, I'm not going to be one of those nurses that has worked in the ER for 40 years. I can't do it. I had mm-hmm. coworkers who were like that and they're so jaded and yeah. they're just, they're, they're done. That um, takes a toll. I'm sure. Yeah, it really does. And yeah. at that time we had just started doing hormones in the office and uh, my dad, who runs the company, approached me and just kind of planted these little ideas in my head of doing more like skincare services so we would Mm -hmm. go to conferences throughout the year just to get exposure to it and I just really ended up loving it I think that it's nice to help people who are healthy and want to be there and honestly who are just nice and good people for sure no I'm all about it I kind of found my way to your wellness center through uh I don't I think just Instagram honestly like maybe a couple Maybe like 2017. Mm-hmm. I think that sounds like the yeah. end of 2017 is probably when I first came to see you. Yes. For my forehead. Yes. With my fur, like my furrow line. Yes. And I was like, I don't want to move that furrow line anymore. <laughs> I don't want to put any <laughs> divots in that forehead. And you got, shot me up with some Botox in the furrow line, the forehead, and it was so great. And I had gone somewhere else before I came to you. And like, it was fun. It was the first time I'd ever gotten Botox. So I didn't really know what to expect or whatever. But now like looking back on pictures, I'm like, that was too much, you know, or like, and no one, the thing about Botox too, which you can obviously tell people is like, this is, it, it's, you're paralyzing the muscles on your face. Like it's not changing your face shape at all. It's just that you can't move them to like create a crease in your skin where you'd get a wrinkle. Right. Am I? Yeah. You're yeah. correct. Right. In less than scientific terms, <laughs> but, um, but if you, if you like, I guess like, I don't know, take, do more than is appropriate for lack of better, whatever you can, it kind of like has this maybe like stretching effect, you know, and maybe people don't even know how to recognize what it is, but you notice that like something in your face is like not right, you know? And so I came to you and then I got done and I was like, oh, this is what, this is what be. this is what Botox like should be, you know, like I'm not stretching my face out. I'm not changing my face at all. Like I just can't furrow my eyebrows so I don't get the divot. Right. I, I can right now. I'm coming to see Caitlin in a couple <laughs> days. But so we'll get that fixed. But I took it in like such a preventative way. I was like, this is the easiest thing that I can do where like. I can like nip that in the bud real quick and like, yeah, I can sit here and spend a hundred dollars on a face oil and a hundred dollars on this cream and like on and on. And like, yeah, maybe it's doing something. We'll get back to my skincare in a second. (laughs) Allison schooled me when I came in to see her, which was much appreciated. Um, But like, this is just such a, to me, it was like a no brainer. I mean, topical products can only do so much. And we're millennials and I'm seeing a lot more millennials come in for preventative services, Preventative, which is wonderful because they have these like 60 and seven year old ladies. So they're so sweet, but they yeah. come in they've taken care of their family their whole entire life. They've never spent money on themselves. Yeah. They have a full face of wrinkles, a full face of brown spots and redness. Yeah. And they want me to like do one magical oh, treatment no. and it's, it's never going to happen. No, it's too late. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it'd be more of like a soft anti-aging, yeah, but when yeah. you start young, you are preventing and you will, you will thank yourself when you're older. hundred percent. I mean, uh, of course do whatever you want, right? It's right. your own face. No judgment ever from me or hopefully anyone else. But it was just like such like an easy for me. It was like, this it's is a no brainer. So I'm going to, I'm just going to really get <laughs> this do done. It. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's been, gr- I love it. Yeah. I, it's been the best thing the best thing that I could do. Um, and then recently I came back separate from the boat, my Botox experience, which you do an amazing job and you do a really great job of it. Just like a nat, like a natural look. Like there's no, you know, maybe like a subtle lift of the brow or what, whatever it yeah. is that it's like, it's not, overdone and you don't look frozen no you don't look frozen everything's soft and smooth and it's 
natural. You're really, yeah, good at that. Um, but so I came in and you have to tell me about this. I'm, I still have a little bit of PTSD, honestly, from the, you probably, <laughs> you heard me, you said you heard me talking about it. They do like a, what's it called? A vizia. A vizia. Yes. Essentially put your face up to this almost like x-ray looking machine where you get like x-rays at the dentist and it also had the same feel of a dentist where you're like if you hadn't been to the dentist in a while and you're like all right I'm gonna go and they are not gonna they are not gonna be happy with me you know and I'm like I have cavities yeah I'm like going I'm like (laughs) I sat in a tanning bed when I was 16 you know (laughs) it's eye-opening like I for sure put my SPF on now all the time but I did not. I was sitting in a tanning bed for high school and college because, like, yeah, you need to look like Tropicana Delight well, that in was January the cool thing in Ohio. Why? That was the cool thing. I know. But, yeah, so now we're all paying for it, yeah. which is fine. We can accept and it is what it is. But they take this – what is it, a picture? How do you – how would you just – what's the, like, yeah, technical it's, part of it? It's basically, like, a, a series of – photos of your skin so we do the front view the left view and the right view but with each photo it's kind of taking like many layers so it's evaluating superficially and then in the middle layer of your skin and then deeper to see how much damage you have throughout yeah 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 yeah. like sun damage and all that really fun stuff so it like pulls up and you're like oh like no snapchat filter is gonna fix that thing (laughs) at all ever (laughs) it's just the real the real kicker was when she's like this is what your skin will look like if you don't do anything to it in one year. It's like a slide. I'm like, oh, (laughs) you're like reverse that right now, please. Oh, my God. I was like, put that back. (laughs) All right. okay, you got my attention. I saw like sweat beads form on your forehead. Like, oh, my, the panic. Just (laughs) yes, yes, yes. And it's not I I don't think to be a scare tactic. It's just like this is the reality, you know, And, and this is what it is. And you can make the decision yourself of how you want to approach it you know and I know you guys have like a lot of different things that can help a sister out so I came in for the hydrofacial hydrofacial and germaplane Mm -hmm. so the germaplane explain what that is people you've seen this probably all over the internet it's like this little razor that's going across your face getting off all your little baby hairs what what's like the the full okay procedure. so we use a it's called a 10r butter blade uh so we use that and it's a sterile blade obviously mm-hmm. surgical it, blade it kind of looks like like a little scalpel like yes. a little like mini like just a single razor yeah right like a single razor, razor blade going across your skin yeah right and it's just designed to scrape off that vellus hair mm-hmm. and then it exfoli- what's it called vellus vellus it's peach fuzz peach fuzz peach yeah, fuzz yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That little- and i had already i told her like i had like shaved my face because kate somerville told me to shave my face two years ago when i listened to her on the podcast and so I listened. And so I've been, because I love it because it's like smooth application for your makeup and you don't have any of the like weird peach fuzz that like catches in the light when you're in the car. And then someone's like, that's a little bit longer than a peach fuzz. Uh. And you're like, oh my God, like where did that come from? They're like, wanted to avoid that situation. <laughs> Anyways, okay, continue the blade. <laughs> um, but yeah, we just use that to exfoliate and take off that vellus hair, yeah. peach fuzz, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, um, and just is like it's totally painless, just like a little, like kind of like a. I don't it's know. It's kind of like a light feathering. Yeah, yeah. I actually thought it felt really nice. It was like a nice sensation. Yeah, well, I think like you know what's happening. So right, it's not. It's, there's no surprise. Like, it's like oh, this feels good because I know it's getting all of my dead skin. Dead skin, <laughs> yeah. And it's like you can't. How can your product, your moisturizer, like penetrate your skin if there's just like layers of like dead shit on it? Right, right. right. That's it's the point. Essentially, sits on top of your face and it doesn't do its job. See, I know I'm a person. I'm like, I just got this what last week. I'm like, I need to go again. Again, that's yep. how I bug Allison all the time. I'm like, how often can I get dermaplaned? I'm like, I need to, sh- I need to like be yeah. scraping my skin constantly. Yeah. I kind of use the analogy with patients. Using skincare products is like putting gas in your car. Yeah. Doing treatments is getting an oil change. Okay. You have to have both. You can yeah. spend $500 on products, but if you're not doing exfoliating treatments to your skin, those products can't do their job. Right. Right, right, right. And dermaplane is kind of maybe the simplest, easiest, no downtime way to get some like good exfoliation. Right. Yeah. yeah. And 
like you said, help remove that embarrassing peach fuzz <laughs> that gets caught in the sunlight. Like and your you're one like, chin hair that's like long and you if you forget to, to pluck yeah, it sometimes. Yeah, yeah it gets terrible. set off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, to wear, only me? I don't know. I can't be the only no, one. Oh yeah. gosh, no. <laughs> I do it to myself every three weeks. Yeah. I have to. Although, I mean, like I'm due for one now. Yeah. I'm worried about this light in here. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> Do you see me shining? We can't see anything. (laughs) So following the dermaplane, I did the hydrofacial. So talk, and that's the most popular thing you guys do, right? So what is that? Um, So the hydrofacial actually uses four steps. The first step is a really good deep cleanse exfoliation. And then there is a light peel that goes on that's designed to like break up any surface, dirt, oil, debris, kind of loosen up. Is it like an acidy thing or what? It is a mixture of glycolic and salicylic acid. And it's at a very low percentage so it doesn't make your face peel. Yeah. You could have like a little light flaking, but nothing that requires downtime. Yeah. No, I didn't didn't have any um, flaking or anything, but... I had, um, I was telling her, I used the Dr. Dennis Gross, like one time, like it's called like facial and a wipe type of thing. And I think it probably has something similar of a solution, like the wiping. I know it cannot yeah, possibly be Yeah, I think those have good. salicylic acid. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Um, okay, so it's like. How, how does it, you're like sucking shit out. Yeah, so you put that peel on to kind of loosen everything up right then you kick up the suction in it and then it literally vacuums out your pores yeah so it's really it's cool it's gross but it is cool to say. like when she was like look at this oil i was like i am gross <laughs> <laughs> it's oddly satisfying oh it's totally satisfying i mean i'm yeah. sure it's also very satisfying for you guys on that end to be like <laughs> like i'm like sucking the shit out of your face yeah i'm like the number two Dr. Pimper, pimple Popper, if I could say it right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I love that stuff. I followed that account for quite some time, and it was so satisfying. But I, I don't know the turning point for me where I was just like, you're done. You can't look at this anymore. Because when they get into, like, the serious, like, they had to cut around it, and then they're, like, taking the... Take the sack out. If anyone is... <laughs> go on Instagram and look up Dr. Pimple Popper. You may hate us. I mean, they, may they made a reality us. TV show out of it. That's how. Did they really? Yeah, I you didn't know seen that it on TV. I didn't know no, that. No, she has her own TV show. It's on oh like ETV, isn't yeah. it? Like right after oh, Kardashians. It's just, <laughs> it's just a show about her popping people's pimples. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm obsessed. Well, I like, like sit there exact, and just stare. When they get that big, they're actually called cyst. Right. So what? like a pimple is tiny. When it gets, yes. you know, if it's like the size of like you know, remotely close to your pinky tip size. That's a cyst. And that would need like oral antibiotics and things like that. Yeah. But uh, I mean, I don't know. Pimples and blackheads. It is satisfying to watch. What that is it about us? Why do we like to look at that? Know. It's, it's gross. But I like, but I like to look at it too. I am for sure going to sit there and watch some videos and it's like, oh, yeah. Why? Yeah, I have one pimple popper video on my Instagram and I think it's at 70,000 views. That's insane. And it's not even like that exciting of no, a popping video. No, that one video. was kind of lame. Yeah, like, but we it, have people... way better ones than that. <laughs> people like it. That, that's interesting. We got to think We gotta think about that as a whole human race more of like, <laughs> why do we like that shit? So we suck this stuff out and then you put good stuff back in, right? Yes, Listen we infuse really the skin. You, you do. <laughs> You're doing great. You have the steps down. I have the steps. Yeah. I schooled you good, yeah. huh? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you infuse the skin. It's hyaluronic acid, peptides, mm-hmm. antioxidants, um, and it's just like liquid gold going mm-hmm. back into your skin. Mm-hmm. So you take out all the bad, you put in good. Yeah. And I was a little bit red during, but then like by the time I left, it was like gone, the redness. And then probably like an hour later, it was like prime, prime glow time. But then I would say, so so I got it done on a Friday morning and Mm -hmm. I would say Sunday morning, it was like, like someone commented, they're like, I had no makeup on like after a workout and they're like, your skin looks great. And I'm like, I know. (laughs) <laughs> I just got a hydrofacial. <laughs> Dermaplane and hydrofacial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and they're and they're paired well together, right? Yeah. Because you kinda so- want to get all that shit out before you're doing a little suction. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean it just goes hand in hand. Yeah. 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 So after hydrofacial, what's kind of like oh well I guess we can go back. So during my Vizia terrible traumatic experience where I saw what I would look like if I don't do anything to my skin. And I rightfully 
makes sense that I had a lot of sun damage because spending a lot of time in a tanning bed or like a lot of time out in the sun, like laying directly in the sun with like foil up around my face, like baby oil, fry me. Yes. On blacktop. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, for sure. On a roof, like what, whatever it is. like Trampoline. Yeah. yeah. Done that. Yeah. <laughs> me too. <laughs> so one of the treatments you suggested was the BBL. Yes. So talk to me about that. Talk to us about that because also I needed a little refresher because I'm coming in and getting a consultation with you soon. Yes. Well, first, BBL does not stand for Brazilian butt lift. If so, if you Google it, BBL, that that's up? what's going to come up. So be careful what you're Googling. You guys, so to be clear, you do not offer BBLs. We do not Honestly, if I'm on a lift. true JLo path, I should probably look into that too. Right, right. So BBL stands for Brabian Light. It basically is just like mm. a light treatment, kind of like a laser. Mm. But the light, when it pulses into your skin, it loves color. So it's going to go after redness if you have like little facial veins and like the crease of your nose uh-huh. it goes after brown it goes after acne acne causing bacteria and it also stimulates collagen so basically it's kind of like a no downtime treatment that does a ton of stuff for your skin so if i'm if i'm, I'm gonna lay there yes do i have goggles on yes like tanning bed goggles yeah. but they're lead right right right, right, right. <laughs> great i'm gonna get a nice nostalgic feeling yes. like this is like an ironic <laughs> we're not tanning kind right. of thing and you do, is it like a, have like a little flashlight? Yeah. So, so we speak? put, we put clear ultrasound jelly all over your skin. Okay. And then the device, there's a crystal on it that looks, it's almost like the size of like, um, like a tube of like gum, like uh-huh. a stick of gum. And we just pulse that across your face. What does it feel like anything when you're doing it? Like if I didn't, so if I didn't use this cool blaster that has cold air in it, it would feel like a little rubber band snap on your okay. skin and it gets a little spicier when we get closer to the nose okay but i have this hose and it blasts really really cold air and it makes the treatment really easy yeah i'm not worried about the pain it's also important to note you had such an amazing analogy about the hydrofacial it feels like a cat licking your face yeah it has like that a little bit of a of a rough texture and a a pressure but like obviously not painful at all yeah one of my patients just randomly was like hey allison do you know what this feels like and i'm like what they're like a cat licking my face right now it was a perfect analogy and i use it all the time and everybody relates so i'm glad they do yeah Yeah. (laughs) so this one is more a little bit stingier yes it's a little more like snappy versus like a pulling licking sensation okay so just like pulse pulse yeah pulse pulse how long does it take usually about 20 minutes for the face and then what happens after so afterwards with no makeup on your skin will be a little pink on your Mm -hmm. cheeks because that's usually where we get pretty red yeah um and then the brown spots all those Mm. like little freckles sunspots they will get darker so immediately after they're going to be darker and then over a period about three days okay they'll get very dark almost coffee ground like and then they just flake right off Mm. like you get out of the shower one day and it's all gone okay do do i need okay do i need to like be picking them off no don't pick pick them off let them them come off on their own (laughs) also hilarious interaction so i'm leaving the hydrofacial right feeling like a million bucks skin glowing and i'm like oh my skin feels so plump and i'm touching she goes don't touch it (laughs) <laughs> bacteria and i was yeah. like oh shit i'm already <laughs> fucking up my face right i'm you- not even out of the door yet <laughs> like <laughs> so don't touch your face yeah don't touch your face yeah. okay, but know. the nice part is, is you can put makeup on right away so there's really no okay. downtime with bbl okay we're not taking anything physically out of your skin or taking skin layers off it's considered a non-ablative treatment basically it's just light going in and it's not taking anything from your skin except for pigment over time okay and so when it starts to like flake off on its own, great. That's fine. After like three days, is that yeah. what you said? Usually you just get out of the shower and shower. it's gone. Okay. And then you would probably recommend like additional treatments, right? Because it's only going to pull like a little bit. Yeah. So first. the first treatment will get a lot of that superficial brown and uh-huh. BBO can only go so deep into your skin. So if we get a lot of brown off the first time and then you protect your skin, you don't really yeah. go on sunny vacations and blast right. your face with the sun, you really should not get a whole lot of new brown spots. Mm-hmm. So every treatment after that, you're not going to have as much brown come off. You're just going to continue to see improvement in pore size and lines and wrinkles, redness, more of the oh. anti-aging effects. Okay. Okay, so that sounds like pretty 
because I'm also just like nervous, right? Like right. I've seen stuff like I might don't want my face to peel off. Right. I would have like a lot of anxiety around, which I, and I know logically like, no, you did a treatment. This is supposed to happen. It's not going to be like this forever. In fact, it's going to be better. But I just like go to a dark place of like, I can't look in the mirror. I can't do this. So this sounds like a great option for me. But what is like the next above if you're like i'm yes. gonna like I that really... would be bbl's older sister halo halo uh, halo we're my obsessed. favorite <laughs> really okay oh what's a God. halo okay, do i need so one halo yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. everyone needs everyone. halo you can't google that by the way nothing inappropriate will come up um but halo basically gets everything that bbl can get but it also can get that deeper damage so where bbl can't reach in your skin halo can reach and a gets Mm. everything out so i kind of this is my other analogy i'm full of analogies at work because i think people kind of need them you do so you've never experienced it before how how do you know yeah right so imagine like you buy a brand new 2019 car it's super shiny you put it in your driveway and you never drive it and it's rained on it's snowed on it's grimy it's gross and after a year of sitting there it's not so shiny anymore right so if you were to go take it to a car wash it gets nice and shiny again that's what halo does to your skin so like compare your face to how your face looked like when it was a, when you're a baby. Oh, it's what? porcelain and now it's not. And a lot of that oh. is just this deep UV damage that we have underneath our skin and halo gets that up. How does it do it? It's a laser. So uh, it basically it's it yeah, it's kind of a little scary. complicated cuz it yeah. has two laser wavelengths, but basically it kind of um it takes little I don't use the word blade or it's basically kind of like fires little holes into the skin. Mm -hmm. So you're losing dead skin on the top. And then basically underneath that hole is this column of collagen that is stimulated. Uh And then the brown goes up through that column up out the hole. It's so strange how it happens. But uh, there's a lot of similar laser treatments like Fraxel and things like that. If anyone's heard of those, but um, Halo is so nice. It does just the same amount with little downtime. What's, little downtime i mean you're somewhere pink for 12 to 24 hours okay. and then the brown spots come up and so you look from far away you look like you have a layer of like bronze on your skin okay. but close up it looks like a layer of sandpaper okay. and just a thousand of tiny little freckles okay okay and then what happens it flakes off it peels off yeah it, it just flakes right off like bbl the spots just come off your face <sighs> It's nice because you don't like peel. You know what I mean? It's not not like chunks of your skin is like coming off like a snake or something crazy. I'm picturing like a gold member. Like who was that guy on Austin? Gold member. member. It was actually where he's just like eating his skits. That's so bad. Yeah. Yeah. It's so easy. So I mean, really for that first few hours, your face is hot after that. And then your sunburnt pink for 12 hours. And then the maintenance is so easy. You're just, you wash your face morning and night. You don't really wear makeup because your skin feels like sandpaper anyway so makeup's not gonna rub in very well and then after five days you're done and your skin is porcelain really yeah truly yeah you have some before and afters i'm sure i have allison's i can pull up hers are really good i uh, i'll believe you i'll I'll show them too i need i i i need to get i need to get there i think that i i think that i will get there because maybe you should just skip bbl and go straight to halo i need you to hold my hand for this Oh my gosh, I'm looking at her before and after photos, and you're right, it truly is like a porcelain. So that was difference. one BBL and one Halo. Wow, we'll post this. That's awesome. Yeah, um, yeah, oh, that's really good. I, I think that this is so much related overall. I mean, obviously, too, you guys, the company itself has a background in in wellness and health and all of that, and I think it's pretty evident that comes through just interacting with you guys and like the experience in in general it's like you're never pushing anything and you're never I I mean I've heard stories from friends from other people that have been like go to Caitlin and they're like I want this and you're like no like you have enough or like this is enough right now you know and like (laughs) obviously ultimately it's 100% your decision but also it's like it, your work is on their face and it's your reputation. So you're exactly. like, I'm going to, I'm going to tell you like, no. Yeah. And I do. Like, I tell people no all the time. So if they want their face frozen, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. If you want duck lips, I'm not going to do that. Like right. you need to find somebody else who's, who's willing to do that. And it's almost kind of sad from a provider's standpoint that other providers are okay 
doing that to people sure. and kind of ruining almost the name of Botox and filler. That Yeah, that's what it is. We I alluded to it. It's like, you know, the bad stuff. You see right, what you, you see don't want to look like. Right. And to me, it's like good works. Like you don't know that you had it. Right. Like, are the, maybe it's her. Maybe it's Maybelline. You don't know. Maybe it's lip filler. Yeah. We don't know. But I think that it's so much related to just overall health and wellness because it's like it's your face it's what you lead with and it's like the picture of like if your face is looking like clear and bright then I think that's like a good indication of like yeah your body's kind of like working the way it should and as we know we've put our faces through some pretty fucked up shit and yeah (laughs) again with the tanning bed like I always why 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 but so that that to me is it's such there's a, a relation there's you know it, it fits to me with like health and wellness in general and also just like you should feel good like we work out to feel good and to look good right. and like what it does for our mental place and like also why shouldn't our face if we have the technology to like do this and reverse the damage that we did and we're going to feel good why not I'm all for it also if you don't want to do it I'm all for that too right whatever is whatever you want but I'm interested to kind of hear your your take on it like do you view it that way is it you know an extension of health is it extension of wellness for you I definitely think that there's so many aspects to health I mean you yeah. can eat right you know you can take your your vitamins and your probiotics right. and you go to the gym but I think that feeling good about yourself makes you want to take care of yourself even better or continue what you're doing. I don't think there's anything shameful in taking care of your skin. Your skin's the largest organ in the body. So I was just (laughs) going to say that. So why not put effort into it? I think that it kind of gets bashed sometimes by certain people. It's vain or like you're relying. And I, I also get it and see that. And like, obviously our worth is more than our face and we're great people regardless of what we look like. Yes. All that is true. But also, like, there's nothing ha- bad with there's wanting to have a smooth forehead or bright skin. bright skin. There's nothing yeah. bad about no, it. And I don't think it's feel- anyone's place to judge right. what you do totally. for yourself. But I definitely think it's part of health because I think that over the years, health has expanded so much yeah. into different areas. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, okay, so beyond the kind of like late like facial ish stuff um you also do i mean we talked about botox um fillers we can talk about fillers so yeah. i probably the biggest thing you s- i'm gonna ask i'm not gonna assume is the biggest thing you see lips yes. right now it's like such the big trend right yes well, last year, definitely, because Kylie Jenner, when Kylie Jenner got lip filler, that's when the millennials really came in to get lip I filler. Know, and I also just like hate that. Yeah. But like, yeah, well, it's I think lip filler is definitely an art and it easily can be ruined. Totally. By people's be- lips. Totally. And yeah. you see, like, I look at the pictures that you post of women that don't really have lips at all right and like you just give them a little just a little yeah yeah yeah. but like maybe you can like put some lip color on you know it's like it doesn't have to be this huge overdrawn well and you can't do that with one treatment I mean I don't put more than one syringe in in one treatment because when you put more than one syringe in that's when they look like sausagey and almost Mm. translucent like they're puffy they don't look like lips Um, but I like to build lips over time, but one syringe of fillers, all you can put in for a treatment, one syringe of filler is only one fifth of a teaspoon, not a mm-hmm. tablespoon, a teaspoon, one yeah. fifth of a teaspoon. It's not a lot of product. Yeah. So when you look at the Kardashians, it's impossible to walk in and walk out in one visit of Looking lip like filler. Yeah. yeah. You have to build that over time. Right. So like Kylie, when she really had it done the first time and she probably had like five syringes in her lips. Holy so I think, shit. I think it scares people to have lip filler. But when I explain that to them, I'm like, think of a teaspoon, think of one fifth of that teaspoon. That's what I'm putting into your lips. It calms yeah. them down. I'm like, okay, I'm not going to walk out of here looking like a duck or yeah. a porn star right. or right. like right, 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 whatever right. other names there are also, for bad looking lips. you want to look like. Great. Yeah. Oh, good for you. <laughs> yeah. Totally. <laughs> But so beyond that, though, I'm so interested. I don't really know much about filler, but like for the face and what it does for like an under eye. I love filler. I mean, 
killer is I amazing. mean, I have it in my under eyes, in my cheeks, in my lips. I'm obsessed. And like, I, yeah. I look at you and like, I would, there's no way in hell what I would see you on the street and be like, that woman has filler. Filler. Right. Because Caitlin has told me <laughs> no, like you were talking about exactly. previously. She looked at me and she said, okay, no, we're not going to go crazy. Like, keep it natural. Yeah. I just think filler, if you don't ever want to have a facelift or if you want to delay having a facelift, filler is truly your and a only facelift option. facelift is seriously, seriously, where you are cutting your face off. Uh, yeah, and your nerves are exposed. <laughs> putting your it vessels, back on. It's disgusting. <laughs> I mean, if you have ever YouTubed a facelift procedure, it's gross. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, I have not. I, mean, you should. I, I mean, you to. can see like the nerves, the vessels. And oh, there's just a lot no. of literally risk. lifting your face. Yeah, there's a lot of risk to it. No. But filler, I mean, there's a lot of on-label areas, but there's also a lot of off-label areas. So you can pretty much put filler almost anywhere in the face. So um, where, where, what, like, where would you put it? So if someone like comes into you, yes, comes to you yes. and they're like, I, I don't know, how's it go? They're like, I don't like this. So they're like, they usually, like, like, I wouldn't like, even I like know where to start. face is falling. That's what they say. Like, I feel like I just like want to lift my face back okay. up. Okay. So it's, it's mostly a lift. Lift. Okay. Yes. Because as you age, basically from your eyes down, everything starts to sag. Your cheeks yeah. get flat. Yeah. All, every single line gets more pronounced. Yeah. So my go-to in that case is to do cheek filler because I have these like older ladies who stand in front of the mirror. Like, I want my face to look like this. And they just, and they just, up. they pull their cheeks back. Yeah. You're basically doing what cheek filler is doing and okay. it's going to fix your cheeks it's going to fix the lines around your mouth it's oh, going to okay. keep the corner of your mouth up you can also spot traits so you could put you know filler in the lines around your mouth and underneath the corner of your mouth um you can put filler in chins you can you put can it in jawlines um, i've done it in temples they have filler approved for the hands now Whoa. i mean there's so many areas it's made of hyaluronic acid and that's a substance that's in a lot of skincare products your skin naturally makes it so your skin recognizes the hyaluronic acid in filler yeah its job is basically to create volume so it just attracts water molecules and then there's a little bit of lidocaine there's a small amount of preservative. If there was no preservative, it would filler would stay in your face for about six hours. <laughs> What's the point of paying for that? No, Go right. no you, you can't. You right. Can't so that. there's really only three ingredients. So the chance of being allergic to it is so low because right. your face, your skin makes hyaluronic acid. You're just giving yourself a little plump where right. you need it. Right. Makes sense. Yeah. Okay. So it's really easy. It's it's in there immediately, whereas Botox, you have to wait about two weeks for full effect. And then filler will last a year to year and a half, whereas Botox lasts about three months. Interesting. So it is a higher that. cost up front, but you get that longevity. Yeah. And I think people always kind of, they confuse Botox with filler. Botox right. is only used for muscles. It's yes. used for muscles that cause lines. Yes. Filler is used to fill in areas that have lost volume. Okay. And sometimes when you lose volume, you get lines. Right. But it's right. from your skin lost, is like folding yes, over. It's like from whatever. lost volume, not from muscles. Okay. That's and filler can be yeah. reversed, which is the nice part. So I've, I've had to reverse people's you filler. Can, like, take it back out? Yeah. Well, you don't suck it back out. You put, <laughs> <laughs> you put a dissolving agent oh. in it. So like people who go somewhere and have really poorly done lips, they can go get the lip filler dissolved, which I think comforts people knowing that, okay, this is not permanent if I don't want it to be right. permanent. Right. That's nice. That's a nice yeah. a feeling of like, okay, I get this. And like, cause how do you know? Do you do, how do you know what your face is going to look like when you get filler in? You really don't. You I really mean, don't. you kind of have to trust your provider. And yeah. I mean, I show everyone photos. I tell them this is what it can do. This is what it can't do. And I think just doing it modestly. You can start small. You can start with two syringes in your face and you can come back four weeks later and you can add some. We don't have right. to put 10 in your face at one time. Yeah. What's the most common place you get filler minus the lips? Cheeks. Cheeks. Yeah. I'm just trying to like I don't even know if I would know what filler in the cheeks would look like. It looks like our cheeks. <laughs> oh. I mean, but we it doesn't both. look like anything. It doesn't it just, look it looks like, like a cheekbone. Yeah, it looks like a nice yeah. full yeah, yeah, cheekbone. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay. Love it. God, my love mind it, is love just it. like. Well, I'm and like, if I'm you're a side, what? <laughs> I'm due for oh, some. <laughs> <laughs> if you're a side sleeper, you're smashing your cheeks. So some people I'm who for sure are smashing my cheeks. Do you? Yeah. I pe sleep like. Yes. Belly. Yes. You sleep on your belly, terrible. don't you? Yes. <laughs> terrible. So if you sleep on one side primarily, usually like when you're looking at your face, you can tell because one side will have deeper lines or when you smile, one side has deeper lines. Uh, and when you go and you invest in things like filler, you can't 
smash your face like that. You have to sleep on your back for about two nights because you can mold it. But I mean, the thing is, it's like if you don't change your habits and start sleeping on your back in like 30 years, you're going to need some lines. I know. I I, I also heard that JLo literally sleeps like on silk pillowcases, like propped up on all angles. So she doesn't move when she sleeps. I would believe that. Yeah. I I sleep on a silk pillowcase. I sleep on a silk pillowcase, too. Yeah. Okay. I don't. I need to join the club. You do. Yeah. I do for your hair hair and your skin. Yeah. What are you doing? I mean, I change them every yeah. week, definitely. Yeah. That's good, but you need to use silk. silk. You need a silk one. Even at Amazon, Alaska Bear is a really yeah. cheap cheap one you can get. Yeah. That's a, an excellent segue into my next question of if people want to start doing things today for their skin and they don't have the means to go get these treatments and they don't, you know, they can't spend $100 on eye cream and whatever it is and you know maybe they're younger and so it's not like this glaring like oh my god I need something to fix immediately but like I also want to be mindful of things like what is a couple one thing people can do like today okay I'll go you want to go first no you can because I'm going to think about that I think if you you if you really don't have if you are on a tight tight budget I think that you definitely need to wash your face morning and night like that is huge you cannot go to bed with makeup on just and I was told I can't use a makeup wipe (laughs) Yeah, makeup wipes do not count as cleanser. You cannot use that. Damn it. So use a makeup wipe and then wash your face. Um, But you have to do that morning (laughs) and night, and you have to hydrate your skin. So find an inexpensive cleanser and moisturizer. Do anything that we need to be on the lookout for a cleanser? Anything special? No, I mean, no, just find one that you like. I mean, at that kind of budget, really just find one that feels good to you. But I think if you you really have that tight of budget, I would encourage you to invest in sunscreen. Wear sunscreen sunscreen every single day. I know people think that's crazy, like especially if you are working inside. But you can get sun damage from windows. There's this new thing, HAV light. It's high energy visible light. It's blue light. Do you know where the blue light comes from? Like screens? Yes. Damn so, it. so they <laughs> cell phones. We're done computers. for. Computers. So they have linked. This is why we li- need fucking filler because we have <laughs> everything around us yeah. telling us to we're droop doomed. our skin. We're doomed. They, we're doomed. they li- have linked blue light from our cell phones and computers to cause the same damage that UVB light does, which is light from the sun. But anyways, yeah. sunlight and HEV light it causes lines and wrinkles. It causes brown spots. So sunscreen is kind of like your inexpensive preventative method if you can't do treatments right. and things like. That. So we need a cleanser, yes. we need sunscreen, and a moisturizer. a moisturizer. Anything in particular with a moisturizer that we need to be looking for? Any like key ingredients? Um, not necessarily. I mean, hyaluronic acid is hyaluronic a really good acid. one. I I've think it's more one. so kind of avoiding certain ingredients would be the best. Okay. Like parabens, fragrances, yes. dyes. Yes. A lot of that stuff is very unnecessary for the skin. Okay. So trying to find something that's a little bit less chemical more natural not necessarily 100 yeah. percent natural because right. sometimes those aren't even really good for your skin right um, but yeah and then a sunscreen preferably like a mineral physical sunscreen okay. less chemical so no don't go buy like banana bow or copper tone that stuff is horrible for oh, you horrible okay. my one of our favorite lines is elta md they do a really good job about keeping good sunscreen ingredients in yeah. and not using bad ones they've linked a lot of um sunscreens like banana boat and copper tone to actually causing free radicals oh, geez. which is like your pollution. mom are you listening <laughs> you fucked me up with the copper tone as a kid yeah. <laughs> they, they link it to like um, pollution and cigarette smoke that kind of stuff causes lines and wrinkles and oh. sun damage so they, they have found sunscreens that literally cause sun damage so if you're going to do sunscreen make sure it's a good sunscreen okay Okay, great. I'm going to kind of piggyback off that Elta MD just because they do have some really good products that mm. are really what is the inexpensive. Brand? Elta, it's like Elta. Ulta, but Elta, E L T A M M D. We can we'll get, we'll tag this too. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. They have some amazing products for people who are, you know, tight on a budget. Mm-hmm. Um, everything is pretty much under $50, mm-hmm. which is great. I would um, say even like most of their face sunscreens are like 35 or less yeah and then their cleansers are 25 okay, okay um and they do have some awesome uh, moisturizers definitely people who struggle with like acne mm-hmm. or acne prone mm-hmm. skin you want to stay away from oils that's a huge thing yeah um a lot of people tend to hear the word like all natural or they go to like oil cleansers mm-hmm. that can be horrible 
yeah for people yeah. with acne prone skin even though it is natural or they say it's natural right you have to watch out for those things because you're just causing more damage yeah it's hard i mean skin stuff in general is probably just hard it's, it's so overwhelming individual. it's I mean, overwhelming people come in they're like have you heard of this brand i'm like no no it's a lot <laughs> there's so many it's a lot and exactly. I, I i talked to you about this when i came in which i think is important to note that you're we're going to get older Regard, you know what I mean? Like we're going to age. And I right. think there's an aspect of that that we need to do so gracefully yes. and that it's okay to get older and to right. age and that our faces are not going to look the same as they were when they're 24. We don't have a JLo budget. We don't have this going on. Right. So I wanted to put that out there too because it's something that in, in the same regard of like how your body looks or what your fitness level is, like you can get to a point where it's like you're putting so much worth or attention to a part of your body where it's like that's not it's not serving you you right. know and like you have to, to be okay with that you're gonna have a wrinkle you're gonna have a pimple you're gonna have a wrinkle <laughs> you're gonna have some sunspots and yes. like you'll be okay you'll live yes absolutely <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah so the question we always have to end with what does being fit mean to you I mean, like I said before, I think that fit is, it kind of encompasses a lot of things, but I think it's putting yourself first and making like your health a priority. Yeah. Putting yourself first. That is really great. Cause it, it always goes back to things. Something that I say is like, if you have your mental health, then like that's your greatest wealth. Yes. And if you are putting yourself first and like, how, how can I take care of myself? You're able to serve all the other things you need to serve. Right. That's great. Yeah, being happy with yourself definitely is the number one thing. Because, I mean, you can do all these treatments all day long. For sure. Or, you know, spend J-Lo budgets on whatever. But if you're not happy with who you are within, none of that's going to matter at at the the end end of the day. day. You've literally seen people, like, transform themselves into, like, a snake guy or, like, Barbie girl. Or the cat woman, you know, just crazy filler. Her injector probably like, should be fired. Yeah, well, she has some serious mental issues. Yes, <laughs> definitely. Uh, oh, my gosh. Well, thank you guys so much. So also, I am, fo- follow them at your wellness center. And then do you guys want to throw out your personal stuff too? Yes. Mine's Caitlin Hunter NP. Yep. We'll tag these And two. mine is Allison Marie C. Yes. And follow me at Chrissy Grody because I'm going to be giving away a dermaplane so it'll be a really great chance for you guys to go check them out and see what they're all about get your little peach fuzz razored off get those long chin hairs taken (laughs) care of they (laughs) won't tell anyone that you have them they're not allowed actually so that's great Um, well we have them too it's no big deal everyone does everyone does but (laughs) as always thank you guys rate and review us spotify itunes follow us let us know what you're doing also if you see me out say hi i had such hello catherine shout out to you for saying hi at revel i appreciate it thanks so much guys i love you